Hi, and welcome to You Can't Fix Stupid, the podcast where we look at the humorous side of the human race. You know, the crazy dumb acts that people commit, the ones that are so stupid they would be safe from zombies in a zombie apocalypse. I'm your host, Tam, and this is episode number four, Smartness as a Challenge. As always, if you like the podcast, give us a rate and review. Like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search You Can't Fix Stupid Podcast. Look for the same logo that you see on the podcast. You can also reach out to us through email via ycfspodcast at gmail.com. If you listened to any of the previous episodes, thank you for joining us again. If this is your first adventure into the You Can't Fix Stupid world, thanks for stopping by. This episode takes us to Tennessee. I love Tennessee and have met many smart people there. This is not an episode about those people, but it is about the other end of the intelligence spectrum in Tennessee. Tennessee is the home of country music. Stars of the genre dream of performing center stage of the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Memphis is known for barbecue and Graceland is the second most visited house in the country, right behind the White House. Here, are 10 little-known facts about Tennessee. One, Hattie Carraway from Bakersville, Tennessee, broke major political glass ceilings as she became the first female senator in the country. Two, Tennessee's moniker, the Volunteer State, was given because of the high level of participation in the Battle of New Orleans that took place during the War of 1812. Three, the first mini golf course was created as an attraction for a hotel in Chattanooga. The owners believed that it would make potential guests choose their hotel over other nearby hotels. 4. The name Tennessee is derived from the Cherokee war, word Tennessee, which is translated to mean the meeting place. 5. Real Foot Lake was created by a series of violent earthquakes on the New Madrid Fault Zone at the end of 1811 and the beginning of 1812. 6. Ernest Holmes from Chattanooga invented the first tow truck in 1916. 7. The largest freshwater aquarium is located in Tennessee. It houses over 7,000 animals. 8. The Moon Pie was created by a Chattanooga bakery in the early 1900s. One baker believed that a mixture of graham dough with marshmallow covered in chocolate would be an amazing mix. And as it's 2020 and we're still enjoying the tasty treats, you can't say they were wrong. Nine, cotton candy, originally known as fairy floss, was created by William Morrison and John C. Wharton in 1897 in Nashville. 10. In 1916, Piggly Wiggly became the first grocery store to be a self-service grocery store. It was located in Memphis. important to keep your valuables safe. As many homeowners know, one option is to purchase an in-home safe to ensure that those valuables have the best opportunity to be kept safe while staying completely in your possession. 
that's actually what one 19-year-old thought uh, when Morgan Tappa Murfreesboro purchased one such safe. And I get it. If you're wondering, Tam, how, how is that stupid? It seems like for a 19 years old, that's pretty thoughtful, pretty thought out. Seems like he must be a responsible kid. And I agree. Whenever you're 19 and you have something important and you have the forethought to buy a safe, that's pretty smart. But it's what happened next that put Morgan on my radar. Morgan made the mistake of not bolting his safe down and it was stolen. After the theft of the safe, Morgan took the next logical step and called the police. But then he explained to the officer taking the call that his livelihood was inside that safe. And and what is perhaps the biggest facepalm moment I know, Morgan continues to tell the officer that he was concerned because the pot that he sells was inside that safe. Well, the officers did their due diligence and they found the missing safe. They then called old Morgan up and notified him that the safe was found. But the safe was making their canine unit anxious. They asked Morgan if he wouldn't mind coming on down and opening the safe up to alleviate the dog's stress. Morgan obliged the officers and came down to the station to open the safe. When the safe was opened, the nearby officers were shocked. They looked inside and they saw $900 and 8 ounces of weed. Without much ceremony, Morgan was arrested for possession of, an Ill of illegal substances. So I must admit, this next story is one that I almost didn't include. But I was shaking my head so hard reading it that I just, I had to share it. It's a pretty short story, though. I almost pity this criminal as I read about his tale. So a man attempted to rob Zoomer's gas station and convenience store call him Charlie. And what clever disguise did Charlie decide to don? Y'all, he put his drawers on. Didn't like look at a leg hole, but he cut holes into his drawers so he could see out the front. Puts his skivvies on his head and barges into the store with his hand behind his back. So, Charlie, as we're calling him, tries to rob this convenience store, keeping his hand behind his back and convincing this clerk that he has his, has a weapon. So at this point in time, as I'm reading about this story, I'm, I'm thinking, all right, cool. He's not going to use a weapon. That means a, he's not going to hurt the clerk, but I mean, if you're going to do something, do it well. So maybe be successful at it. So I thought, dude, Charlie must be super pushy. So the man, he demands of the cashier. He's like, give me all your money, man. And the cashier's like, nah, son. You got your drawers on your head like you're four. I ain't giving you my money. And next I imagine Charlie said something to the effect of, fine then. If you won't give me the money, at least give me some cigarettes. To which the clerk also refused. And at this, Charlie, the underwear-bearing bandit, Gave up hope and just leaves the store. When you're planning a crime, one important factor of your crime is to plan how you're going to make your getaway. You want to be sure that the ride you procure is reliable. And in the next story, 
we're going to see how Benny Vaughn learned this valuable lesson. Teresa Johnson of Knoxville hired Benny Vaughn to do yard work around her house. All seemed to be going well. That was until Benny cut through the side of Teresa's shed and busted through the shed door to steal her lawnmower, which was valued at around $1,800. Now, ideally, if you're going to steal something such as a lawnmower, you would imagine that you would plan to have a vehicle to put the mower into. Pickup truck, maybe one of those vans that the repairmen drive. Not Benny, though. Benny took off on this lawnmower. This lawnmower that, by the way, only had three inflated tires. This was such a reliable getaway vehicle that one of Teresa's neighbors had time to get in his car and catch up with Benny. The neighbor followed Benny and snapped pictures of him along the way, gathering lots of evidence to show to the police. And Benny did make it a few miles before police apprehended him. Reports stated that the lawnmower was found in the woods nearby. As usual, it's not just the lawbreakers in the state of Tennessee that has had moments when their judgment has lapsed. A review of some of the laws out in the state would prove that even those in power have the ability to have these lapses in judgment. Here are five weird and dumb laws from the state of Tennessee. 1. You are forbidden from using a lasso to catch a fish. Dang, well... I guess if I'm going to start fishing in Tennessee, I need to find a new way to get that trout. Two, in Lexington, they are protective of their sidewalks. It is both illegal to eat ice cream on the sidewalk and to spit on the sidewalk. Three, in what is, in my opinion, one of the most Neanderthal laws I have ever read, in Memphis, it is illegal for a woman to drive a car. Unless, of course, there's a man walking or running in front of the car, waving a red flag to warn upcoming pedestrians and vehicles of the approach of a woman driver. Now, y'all know this one had to have been created because some dude shot off his mouth at a woman who was vocal about her opinion, and she probably threatened to run him down. Just my humble opinion of that. Four. Also in Memphis, it is illegal for frogs to croak after 11 o'clock at night. This begs the question, how do they enforce such a law? Is it something like, uh, excuse me, Kermit, do you have any idea what time it is? It's midnight. We have a stretch rule stating no croaking past 11. I'm going to have to write you a citation. I don't know. And finally, Five, in Memphis, it is illegal to give pie to fellow diners in a restaurant. It is also illegal to take unfinished pie home with you. You may want to rethink ordering dessert when in Memphis, unless you're sure you can finish it in the restaurant. There are a lot of stories of crazy stupidity. None of us are above having a stupid moment or two. And sometimes we get to be the idiot, and sometimes we get to be the audience. Thank you for joining me. Don't forget to rate and review. Tune in for episode 5, Oh My, releasing soon. Before you go, remember that mental health is important. 
There is no shame in struggling with a mental health issue. Please, if you are struggling, seek out resources to get help. Your friends and family treasure you and want you to be the healthiest that you can be. If you need immediate help, call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you have phone anxiety, you can text CONNECT to 741-741. Please keep fighting. You are strong and you matter. Until next time, may you be the witness and not the idiot. Hugs to you all. Intro music was created by Kevin McLeod and is called Cheesy Lab. It was downloaded from filmmusic.io. Thank you.